All right. Welcome back to GNN Sports. I'm your host, Noah, and this is my co-host, Gabriel, here. What's going on, bro? Um, it's got my nice little workout in, leg day, you feel me? Set my quads, my hammies. Yeah, uh, we're, we're here mm-hmm. to give you our most overrated and underrated players in the NFL. Oh, we're starting off with that? Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, we were supposed to record probably 40 minutes ago, but this guy was uh, doing his workout. I mean, it's it's understandable, you know. We got a lot lots going on right now. Uh, just here. We're ready to give you guys another episode here. So what are we, what are we starting off with? You want to start with the underrated players? Sure. Yeah, I got you. Five players, I think they'll be underrated by a lot of people's eyes because they're newer into the league second year then performed that well in their first year so this okay. is not only great in the nfl season but i think these players have potential to be great fantasy players i don't, I don't right. think there's enough people talking about these guys right here okay my first yeah, one johan dotson nobody talks about this guy yeah state. i don't even know who he is really bro i'm nice state yeah. commander's receiver he was great oh. last season at the end until he got injured yeah no yeah i remember yeah johan so it's, it's Jahan Dotson for A. Oh, yeah, Jahan. I might pronounce that wrong. Jahan Dotson. Okay. Yeah. I think with Scary Terry. Yeah, they Jahan got some scary Yes. Yeah, if, if the Howard dude does his job, they can be a playoff team. They almost had it last year. I mean, this offseason, they, they I think they had a pretty decent um, pickup. They definitely made their defense a lot better. So I think if a cute quarterback performs, NFC East all playoffs. Alrighty then. So, so should I go yeah. for my next one? Yeah, go. Um, go ahead. some people won't say it's, it's underrated, but I mean, he, he honestly only had like three weeks to show his potential. Rashad White, I mean, everyone knows him at this point. Both of his running back, he has a yep. spotlight this season. This guy's a great fifth round pick for fantasy if you play zero RB in your draft and go receivers heavy in the first couple rounds. Rashad White would be amazing. And now that he's RB1 for the Buccaneers and basically no quarterback, he'll have to carry the heavy load. Yeah, I must say, he impressed me. I had him on my fantasy lineup uh, in that stretch of games where he was pretty good. He helped me win a couple of games. Uh, solid running back, yeah. I okay, like for, my next, for my next one, um, just drafted out of Michigan State. He's a receiver on the Packers, Jaden Reed. I talked about him the last time. We had our NFC North improving video. This guy, right? His routes are so clean. Okay. Yeah. This is this can be a great waiver pickup or late round draft for you in the fantasy. I think he'll become one of Jordan Love's top receivers this year. I like it. I really like it. He's going to pair well with Christian Watson, uh, and the wide receiver talent there is pretty limited. So it should be should be nice to see them uh go off. Yeah. My next one, um. People might not say he's underrated, but he's in a, a heavy run offense where he doesn't get much, you know, talent to show off his talent, I mean. He doesn't have right. a great quarterback. Talk about the Falcons here. Drake London, number five. Honestly, if he had a better quarterback and put in a better situation, I think he would have more yards. He could have won an offensive rookie of the year. That's how good I think he is. His roster clean, his hands are great. He has a great vert. He's, he's a smart player. Hopefully Desmond Ritter shows, plays up to his potential, does better than Mariota last year, and Drake London can show off the talent he has. Yeah, I liked him a lot going into the year, but as you said, the Falcons running offense 
really limited not only London's potential, but also Kyle Pitt's potential. So hopefully they trust Ritter a little bit more and let these guys shine. I'm looking forward to it. Um, For my next one, my last one, um, new tight end drafted. I guess he was first round, second round, so you can't maybe say he's underrated. Yep. Yep. But a lot of people look at this Lions offense and look at the sun god, right, mostly. James Wilson, Williamson, and I guess Sam Laporta, who's apparently been one of the top players in the camp this year, preseason camp. So All right. if you're going to get late tight end in the fantasy, Sam Laporta is your guy. I think he's someone you can trust here as Jared Goff doesn't tend to like his tight ends a lot. It's reliable guys. Yeah. I don't know much about him, but he seems to uh... – Hey, out of Iowa, bro. You seen you seen Kittle, bro? Out of Iowa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that same vibe? I I like that. I like that. Excuse me. I like that. That's yeah, what yeah. I said. You know what I'm saying? All Iowa Titans are basically great. So this guy will be no different, I think. All right. All right. All right. I can't. I can't believe you said excuse me. Normally, normally you're pretty informal there. Yeah, I, I didn't hear you. You like lagged something. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So that was it for the underrated players. You can attack us all you want at the end, but we don't get any comments. So actually do <laughs> do <laughs> feel free to comment whatever you'd like to start any discussions here. So um yeah, but I can guarantee that this next list is gonna be quite controversial. Top ten overrated players. I'm gonna start from number ten, at least the way I have it here, and go all the way to number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number ten, you're, I'm going to take off a lot of Steelers fans here. George Pickens. What do you? I mean, solid rookie, decent year, but people get give him too much hype because of the the catch against Cleveland. Yes, he's talented. Yes, he has potential, but you're overhyping him a lot. I think Deontay Johnson had a bit of a down down year last year, and he performed better the previous year than Pickens. And overall, I think he's a better receiver than Pickens. So, you got George Pickens, number 10. Um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with it. But I feel like Kenny Pickett, he's so inconsistent, right? That I feel like George Pickens isn't able to show off what he can do most of the time, right? He, right. He's seen his incredible catches, right? He has great hands. Out of Georgia, he's a winner. You know what I'm saying? National champion. I can understand why he stays overrated because of the Steelers season last year. Right. Okay. So, moving on to number nine. And this, it pains me to say this because he's a Bengal player, but it's Orlando Brown. Left tackle, former Raven, former Chief, and now current Bengal. Uh, after a good stretch with the Ravens, I think he was an all-pro. Went to a couple Pro Bowls. He went to KC and didn't do much. Let's be honest. He won a Super Bowl, but overall he was very inconsistent. Part of the reason Mahomes was getting attacked a lot was his fault. And I just I I don't understand the hype. I don't understand why he's an all pro when he hasn't when I think there's much better players out there. I think Sewell's better. I think Trent Williams is better. Zach uh, Martin. 
Zach 99 Martin. actually out of the Cowboys Madden. I knew I knew you were gonna say that. I just knew it. And now did you see actually uh we're gonna go off topic real quick. Uh you see he wanted a demand, like he wanted to demand a raise because he saw his rating and was like, bro. bro. Oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's Cowboys like, got money like that, bro. Might as well make a chance, you know what I'm saying? Actually, talking about 99, bro. Jay Jettas, you see those cleats he got from Under Armour, bro? Yeah. Oh, they're pretty, nice, bro. Yeah, I like him. I like him. Too Not bad I don't lie, play bro. football. Your boy here with the first pick in the fantasy draft. I'm, I think I'm getting Jettas now, bro. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. All right. We're going to talk about fantasy in a, in a future episode. So uh, do stay, do, what is it called? Stay tuned. There oh, you know what would be dope? What if we oh, do like yeah. an NFL draft that we say every single pick, yo? You know what I'm saying? Like on here. make our picks, yeah, 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 yeah. like a draft battle, yeah, I like that. All right, hey, coming up with ideas here. All right, that's nice. What's your take on Orlando Brown, though? I mean, he's pretty old, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing too. He's like, yeah, twenty nine. He's not working the same. You feel me? Yeah. When you yeah, get yeah. like young guys like Micah Parsons or those younger dudes going down the edge, the more explosiveness it can really, you know, kind of tank his abilities to pick quarterback. All right, yeah, I agree with you. All right, number eight, this is going to take you off. Stephon Gilmore. Why? One reason. He's old. I don't understand the hype. Once he left the Patriots, he was never the same. What did he do at Indianapolis? Get torched by Justin Jefferson and the greatest comeback in NFL history. And that's all I need to say. I mean, he's he's getting old. I don't know. I guess it's a good move to Dallas. I mean... Can he do the same things that he used to do? Let's be real. He was pocketing Jefferson for the half the game, the other half. You know, Jefferson yeah, but he kind of expose him. But like yeah. Jefferson's young, bro, and he's a ninety-nine rated receiver. You know, it's not, I think it's not really much yeah, to say he, about that. So I say he's, I can't say he's overrated. I think he's bounced. No, I I, I like who, to believe who's, he's overrated. Who's, who's overrating him? No one's talking about his game like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't see well, it. I see a lot of hype with him going to Dallas. Any can any player that goes to Dallas gets hype, bro. We're star, we're star organization, bro. All right, well, we need to get rid of that because you guys are frauds. Okay, yeah, automatic playoffs, bro. Relax. Right, because you're in the worst. Uh, that, I can't Just, make. No, that, no, no. You know, you anymore. better not say that. Bro. I can't make that take anymore. We're top two divisions in the league right now. If not, I, can't, top I keep one. forgetting it's not 2021 anymore. Yeah, no, 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 no. One day I'll find a good reasoning, but for now, I guess we're moving on. I guess this one's slightly better, but I might get some hate for this. Darren Waller, number seven. Yeah, he's injured all the time. Yeah, that's exactly my point. He had maybe, I think his best year was 2020. Didn't get injured much. Then from 2021 onwards, he was just an injury-prone machine. Couldn't stay healthy. And even when he was healthy, he wasn't putting up big numbers consistently. So, yeah, and he ruined my fantasy year. Uh, not this year, but a couple of years ago. So, yeah, no, 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 no. Overrated. I guess, hopefully, if he can stay healthy, then Daniel Jones will actually have someone to throw to. But I don't see it. I don't see it likely. Uh, okay, number six. This one's going to tick a lot of people off. And... People might be saying, like, what is this guy smoking or whatever? But I'm going with Jalen Ramsey. What what do you think about that? Um 
I understand you're saying that based off last season, right? Yeah. We have to remember, he was the only defense defensive player playing it, really, bro. Now that he's gone, tell me a and single Aaron defensive Donald. player that's not Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. That's not Aaron Donald. Eric Wet. Oh, no, Eric Wet over Yeah, he's retired, bro. See what I'm saying? Mm. You can't really right, do much by yourself, you know? You put right, right, more right. expectations over yourself, and he has to make the plays. I understand you can flourish on a new team, but he he did not impress. He didn't step up as much as he needed to last year. In my opinion, in my humble opinion. I mean, right, you can so, say that, right? But like, think about it. He's in a losing team who have no chance of making playoffs, but already like put his effort to get injured. You know what I'm saying? Knowing because he get there's nothing better to do. You can't seek a trade. You, what kind of attitude does that bring? You know, you got to have your best attitude. You got to try your best on every play. For any team will pick him up, bro, regardless of how he performs. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. He needs to have a good attitude. If that's the case, and either way, I mean, you can't have this cocky attitude. May I also add that Jamar Chase absolutely roasted him. I was, you, are you going to keep interrupting me like that, bro? I was in the middle of a sentence, bro. Okay. Dude. What, I was, what I was saying, what I was saying is that Jamar Chase absolutely roasted him in the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was injured. And yeah, he was having a good year. But I just like to point it out because uh, he's letting the young guys absolutely roast him. Now you can go ahead. Now you can go ahead. Now see what, bro? See your list, boo. But wait, I thought you were gonna add something though. You're not. It's your list, boo. Okay. All right, you're gonna like this one. A lot of Ravens fans are gonna love this one. Number five is Lamar Jackson. I don't understand the hype this guy is getting. After this big contract, do we did we not forget what has happened at the end of the past two seasons? Season-ending injuries. Last two years, season-ending injuries. The only reason the the Ravens were even able to compete was because of their dominant defense. Without Lamar Jackson, a healthy Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are nothing. I guess I'm not helping my case here, but my point is, <laughs> yeah, bro, what? <laughs> he's not getting. A lot. He he shouldn't be getting this much hype. He needs to find a way to stay healthy at the end of the year because I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. When was the last time he's even won a playoff game? And you're comparing him to Joe Burrow. No one's comparing Joe Burrow, bro. Relax. Every Ravens fan compares this guy to Joe Burrow. You want and an MVP, bro? Not, you want an MVP, bro? Yeah, and what? How long ago was that? How many playoff games did he win in that MVP year? How how well does he perform in big games, too? Bro, if he had, like, T. Higgins or Jamar Chase, bro, he'd be pretty good. And he's got... He's got OBJ, OBJ. off a of torn ACL, bro. Yeah. And Zay Flowers. And the Batman guy got injured in the first game of the season. You're defending this guy? What do you think? Yes, bro. I don't... I mean, I can say he's slightly overrated, sure, because of his injuries, but that's it, bro. If not, he's pretty much balanced. That's the that's the only reason he's on this list. To be fair, it's not like this isn't like a list that like goes ascending like as. Uh, I mean, if we want to talk about overrated quarterbacks, right. we say Justin Herbert. You see all receivers he has, good tight end, bro. Yeah, I think the number one player is going to shock a lot of people. It's going to shock a lot of people. Yeah, but I do like. I think Justin. Jeff, uh, sorry, Justin Herbert was definitely an honorable mention here. You you got me. You got me there. Okay, but number four, Travis Etienne, Jags running back. I think actually you gave me the idea of this. Uh, 
I don't remember exactly what you said here, but I told you don't pick him fancy, bro. That's what I said. But he's oh you did uh well he's yeah. overrated. I I think he had a solid rookie year, or whatever. He underperformed in a couple of games, but what it comes down to is how consistent he can be, and with that Jags offense improving, I don't think he'll get enough opportunities. And honestly, I don't. I just don't think he's that good. He's made a lot of really simple mistakes. Um, yeah, he kind of fumbles, fumbles a lot. Yeah, fumbles a lot. Exactly. Uh, I don't understand the hype. I guess he's good. Uh, I'm hoping he proves me wrong because he he did get me a lot of wins in fantasy. But I just need I just need to see a little more consistency with him. I know, no, I, I agree for here. I think um with a more more aggressive is kind of like Calvin Ridley, right? Evan Ingram's because it's his contract now. I think become more you know throwing offensive power, right? Right. And, I, and people will see um EDN's last couple of games, right? Where he played great, but guy remember he played the Texans, right? Chargers, yeah. Chiefs, not the greatest defenses, right? So I think yeah. that will make a lot of people overrate him this season based off what they last seen. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I need to see a little bit more to like be convinced. But yeah, he's number four. Number three is Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones here, Giants quarterback. Uh, he's on here for one reason, well, actually two reasons. One, his first genuinely good year was last year on his last contract. And number two, why are they paying him so much money? Um, right? Or... He's pretty, I mean, he's a versatile quarterback. I mean, I guess they're, you know, betting on the fact that he has really had no receivers now. Gets a previous tight end now. Still has no receivers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like they should not pay him that much. But it's because the quarterback market, like we said in our last episode, right, is pretty crazy right now. I think yeah. some of the money there honestly should have gone to Saquon Barkley, or as he, we said, he is that. Yeah, we he said is that. a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He is. I think Saquon is like Daniel Jones' top receiver. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But as far as like the previous years go, I mean, I can't. It's, it's, I think his best highlight uh, when he was. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. He, he was running from the 20 yard line against the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Or was it? It was either Thursday night or Monday night football, and the dude just tripped. Uh, like the like the ten yard line, he was about right. to go the distance. You remember that? That was like two years ago. Yeah, it was playing COVID years. But as far as that goes, mm-hmm. uh, he was a turnover machine until until uh, Brian Dable came to rescue him. Uh, and I need to see a year of consistency before I can put him there as like a top ten quarterback. Um, so yeah, I agree with you saying here. Actually, I want to, I was actually going to point something out. I was talking about how the Giants have no receivers. Yeah. I think underrated player, Isaiah Hodge, I think he have a breakout year this year. I think he has his, I can see that. And the rats to, you know, have his great year now. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I also think Sterling Shepard can, uh, bounce back. He might yeah. be getting too old, but this might be his last chance to prove himself. So I'm looking forward to that. Number two. The red zone merchant, Austin Eckler. Am I yeah. wrong? I think yeah. No, he's, a, he's a fantasy merchant, bro. You're, you're, yeah. I 100 percent agree with you. But I think he does there, have that receiving yeah. upside though, which makes him pretty versatile. Yeah, he's a versatile guy. Just the problem is he's not like he's a red zone guy. He can't he can't carry he can't go on a thirty yard 
run. He can't do that. He can't run 30 yards. Yeah, bro. That's why Tony Pollard is better. I don't know how Eckler is rated higher than Pollard. Uh, because he's on a better football team, I guess. I don't know. Bro, what? The Cowboys yeah, I don't know what I said there. <laughs> what are you saying, bro? Yeah. I guess, okay. Maybe you can make the argument that Eckler's on a better offense. Yeah, but, okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, but... Eh. I think it's, our it's receivers, close. our receivers are better. You know what I'm saying? What so are you like, talking about? I mean, you mm. have C. C. D. Lamb is your star player. You have bro, C. D. Lamb, top Keenan five Allen. receiver, Brandon Cooks, MG3. All right, MG13. Underrated player, underrated player, Keenan Allen, dude. You can't say it. You can't say no because he was the most. He's been the most consistent receiver in fantasy, apart from Mike Evans, in the past years. Okay, man. Okay, bro. Nah, bro. Dude, you'll see. You'll see it. You'll see it in season starts, bro. Okay. I do yeah, think the Chargers have one of the best saying... offense in the league. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Relax, buddy. Hey, hey, relax, hey. buddy. Relax, relax. All right, I'll let you finish. Let bro. me talk. Okay. I do think the Chargers have one of the best <laughs> offense offense in the league, bro. Where that taken last year, bro? They absolutely yeah. skunked in the playoffs through the whole game. They're absolutely nothing. While the Cowboys dominating the Buccaneers. Yeah, the um, Buccaneers, Dak threw, bro. Dak through the Niners game. We should have won that game. Dak threw it, right? And we would have had Chase because Eagles, realistically, bro. Mm. Mm. All right. I just think, well, we were talking about Austin Eckler. Yes, I do think Tony Pollard is better. But Eckler, Eckler is basically good from the 50-yard line onwards into red zone territory. That's where he shines. He needs to be more consistent in the other side of the field. He, can, he needs to get he used to help him out in those second and shorts, uh, the second and longs, you know. And I think uh, this guy's what's this guy's name? The coach for the Chargers. Uh, um, the bum that threw. What's his name? I I forgot it. What's his the name? Staley guy, right? Yeah, St- Brandon Staley. There it is, Brandon Staley. He could probably use him in better ways. So if he's overrated, it's not really his fault. I think it's Staley's fault. Okay. I mean, they got Kellen Moore now for offensive coach. They should be great this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think it's pretty mutual there. I think we could agree on that one. Mm-hmm. And now, are you ready? I think I want to test something out. I want to know if you hear this. Uh, We have a tool. Uh, We have media now, so we can, like, have sound effects on the recording. I don't know. Did, did I tell you that? I thought I thought. Yeah, I could you did. T- but I, I can't hear. I don't know if the audience can. Yeah, they should be able to hear. Okay, so your number one overrated player is okay, Joe Burrow. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Joe Burrow is overrated. We have to look at the facts here. Joe Burrow, in ask, is like Peyton Manning. Good in the regular season, statistically not so good in the playoffs. Let's take a look at the last couple seasons. Uh, star quarterback of the Bengals. Let's see, the Bengals playoff win, first of all, against the Ravens. Uh, Joe Burrow, two touchdown passes. He's getting hammered uh, just because uh, all of his linemen were getting hurt. But who won that game? Was it Joe Burrow leading the way? Or was it Sam Hubbard taking back a 99-yard return off a of Tyler Huntley fumble? Yeah, it was obviously defense here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, man. Joe Burrow just couldn't perform that playoff game. 
Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that the O-line was absolutely garbage in that game. But to be fair, it's a Bengals inconsistency. And Joe Burrow is a pocket passer. He needs to learn to adapt, in my opinion. He's also, he's got probably, he's got the greatest wide receiver core in the league. He, and he and in that game, he had Higgins, Boyd, and uh, Chase all healthy. So, I don't I don't know how you make more with how you can't make more with that. Uh, then let's see divisional round. Uh, Buffalo that was a decent game actually. Yeah, really offensive powerhouse. The defense played well. Okay, now we're gonna get to the good stuff. KC AFC Championship game. Horrendous game. One touchdown pass, two interceptions, lots of sacks, and he just went to sleep in the fourth quarter. That's the reality. He went to sleep. He didn't show up when he needed to. They converted one third down. They couldn't get the ball past the 50-yard line. And in those big games, you need to count on him. And the offensive line had a week of practice, so I don't blame it much on them. I think Burrow, this, this game just came down to just Joe Burrow. Realist, realistically, because he could have, he had many opportunities, and he was just too conservative. And let's rewind it last year to the Super Bowl. Start of the second half, Bengals do their part. They take the lead, the opening minutes. And after that, the, and the rest of the half, only three points in the second half. After that, Burrow takes a lot of sacks, sure. Maybe he didn't have the good offensive line, sure, but he has Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, and he needs to sc- he needs to learn how to scramble. He's, I mean, he's had some good plays where he scrambled, but he needs to do it more. Right, or because I feel like a lot of these games where they lose, it's more lean towards the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Realistically, whenever they lose, they just can't put point- more points on the board. The defense. As far as I'm concerned, they they play great every game. I, honestly, I think the Bengals' defense, at least in the past years, has been a top three, top four defense, just because of their performance in big games. Like they've stopped Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes and countless others. You know, forced four tur- turnovers on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he was like on the bridge of retiring or whatever, but still impressive stuff. Uh, and when you have a defense like that, you don't have to compete. Like it's not that hard to outscore them, to outscore the offense. You know, Joe Burrow has everything lined up for him on a silver platter. What does he have? Let's see. He has a top three defense. He has the most promising kicker in the league, Evan McPherson. Maybe his offensive line has been a little shaky. Sure, I'll give you that. But the the thing. Like the easiest thing, his receivers. You got your college buddy Jamar Chase, solid. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be the best receiver in the league this year. You have T. Higgins, he's gonna be the second best receiver in the league this year. And you have Tyler Boyd, who's gonna be a top ten receiver this year, and who's been very very good, good veteran. You have Joe Mixon as your running back. Also, you have you have everything set up for you, and I don't understand. At least in those tough games, he's managed to perform in a lot of those games. But this past AFC Championship game, I I was expecting more. I really was. 
it really disappointed me. It genuinely got my blood boiling how badly he underperformed. You can see it. Yeah, I am. And you you saw it too. Like when they played the Cowboys at the start of the season. Oh, yeah, that was embarrassing, bro. It was embarrassing. Yeah. No, like, I just feel like, sure, I feel like half of it is on the offensive line and the rest is on him. And it shouldn't be like that. If you want to blame your offensive line, he needs to take all of the blame. Look at the Pittsburgh game. Four interceptions. And they still managed to, like, take that game into overtime. Why? Because of the defense. Literally, the defense has bailed this guy out of so many situations. Look at last year in the wild card. Look at... You could even make the argument when they beat the Chiefs. Because how many touchdowns did Burrow have compared to Mahomes? Mahomes had three touchdown passes, I believe. I might be wrong. And Burrow only had two. And again... Look at the fourth quarter points that Joe Burrow has in the playoffs. You know, you know how many it says, dude? You know how many it says? What? Zero. Zero points in the fourth quarter. And that's the most important quarter. What the flip? All right, I'm done ranting. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to let you talk for a little bit. I got mine out of the way, bro. Oh, okay. So we're, we're just to our done next then? section now. Oh, I thought you had more to say. No. I, was, I, I was talking there for like a good five minutes, dude. I thought you were going to like build me up more. Yeah, bro. I just me up to a Clash of Clans game, bro. I'm going to night base, and somehow this guy has an expo. He's hacking, dude. You're, you're playing Clash of Clans, and we're recording. Was, while we're recording. You went to a rant, brother? Mm, okay. Well, I uh, mean, Please let me know. If anybody <laughs> is brave enough to comment, I'm going to know how long my rant lasts. Please. Uh, that'd be a, an interesting detail to, I think it was a to good know about. Four minutes, maybe? Wow. All right. Yeah, you can't. You guys are going to love the AFC North video. I mean, that was it for the overrated, underrated episode today, wasn't it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. But we're not done yet. Hey, we got another episode we're going to record right after this. Quarterbacks, stay tuned for the next episode. Oh, we're going already. Okay. 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 Bye. Hey, it's been real, y'all. This is Gene in Sports signing out. Good night. (laughs)